When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Anthony Kaffer, yeah, rocking it out with that That's sweet, me. sweet Dustin's vinyl intro music. Yeah, still got to work on the lyrics. Yeah, you know, it's uh, a lot of bands have been saying stuff like that. We gotta, we gotta figure it out. Um, <laughs> <laughs> there's a band right now going. I just got this riff. We just need some lyrics. <laughs> just need some lyrics, man. Where's that old John guy when you need him? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Imagine Elton John without that guy, Bernie, whatever his name is. That would just yeah, be awesome. Even with him, some of those lyrics uh, are questionable. Yeah, that, the 70s stuff is good. I, I, I like love, the 70s stuff, but yeah, the 70s but, stuff is good until he started, you know, this. But if I were don't a sculptor, go breaking my heart is when it's then again, no. Uh, or a man who yeah. makes potions in the traveling show. What? You need somebody hey, hey, to write hey. that? Hey, come on, man. D is for divorce. Come on. You can't be judging. <laughs> like it's just it's 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 just what it is, bro. I, I don't know. It's of the time. Then again, I love the no. Like I like that. That's kind of like a wink, like then again, no. <laughs> <laughs> you need to see Rocket Man. Rocket Man is a fantastic biopic musical. It's so good, yeah. man. It really it captures it. I think you'll change your tune about particularly that scene because they yeah. show that they have the whole writing of that song yeah, yeah. and it's like in the living room and stuff. It's you know he's in, he's nice. got his, he's in his underwear like the other <laughs> dude. It's like shaving and he starts to kind of play it and then and then the fucking the, for the first time the mom is like impressed and then grandma is always solid. She's been there the whole time, but then mom kind of looks and notices how talented he is. It's a beautiful moment. It's kind of like <laughs> when you crush in front of your family. You know what I mean? Yeah, rarely happens. Yeah. yeah, so I've heard. I don't know. I'm still waiting. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I have maybe twice, but the other times were like, I can't believe y'all heckled me. And then it was, wasn't them. <laughs> that was my favorite. Yeah. I'm, I'm going back to that club next week. And I'm oh, yeah. I'm not telling my family when the times are. Like, just don't show up. Let's just go to Chili's and have chicken fried steaks and like not make it about my comedy. Uh, so, yeah. So this is fun to be back. You know, last week was crazy, you know. So it got hacked and all that stuff. And, yeah. Um, you know, it's it's so violating when you get your accounts hacked. And, uh, you know, my brother got his, uh, my redneck brother got his um, identity stolen, like his credit card and everything. And his, oh, yeah. this is my favorite part about the whole thing. His credit score went up. Like, <laughs> <laughs> he was like, it's unbelievable. I, they sent me two credit cards. And I, it was hilarious. He was so excited. That Somebody stole his identity because he got it like bumped him up that's amazing yeah that's so funny that's probably what would happen to me i yeah. don't have credit i have mm. no credit score yeah at all 
Yeah. Well, you got a, you know, you you got a good girl. So that's what it's all about. <laughs> <laughs> you date better credit score. That's that's how you date. You got Is that what kind? they mean by dating up? Yeah, yeah pretty much. Pretty much. <laughs> credit I, score. Yeah, pretty much. I was like you for a long time. And then eventually I took a turn and figured some stuff out. But I was like, hey, what kind of apartment you got? All right, we can hang out. Um <laughs> I feel like if you haven't signed a lease in 20 years and you've lived in nice places, you win. I feel like that's that's how it, it all goes down. Uh, yeah, so, you know, but uh, yeah, it just feels weird, you know. People take your stuff. But anyway, so uh, let's, you know, we're celebrating uh, Women's History Month. And we're also celebrating uh, Irish people because, uh, you know, that's March 17th or something. And uh, we're going to bring in a co-host, very uh, informative, funny, weird family here on the show. Give it up for my good buddies, Adam Holtz and Jeffrey Paul. Nice. Uh, Jeff, have you ever had your identity stolen? Yeah, I did. Um, last month. Last month, what did they steal? They stole my jacket, and I was at a club. I, I lost my. Uh, they stole my jacket with my a members only jacket. I, I had, I had, um, <laughs> had my my cash in my pocket. Yeah. They stole my wallet with all my ID, my oh, earbuds, man. and my uh. keys to my car. Yeah. So, so I had to get just like. They could have went. Yeah, did they do that? Well, they my figure? car was parked. You know, it's in Manhattan, so my car was parked, oh. like, you know, far away. And nice. I had to get like uh, a guy who was on the show to drive me from Manhattan oh. to Staten Island, pick oh up the spare God. set, and bring it back. Ooh. But Jesus! This, but this is what I wound up doing. I wound up. I know a guy who's a PI, and we tracked and hunted the guy down. We got him. You oh, got wow. the guy? Yeah. Um, so I wound up getting back the ID. Did you beat you know, the crap out of him or are you just like he, he lives in Maryland? He was just in New York for the uh, weekend. Okay. So, you know, the jacket was ditched. The eye buds, I didn't get back, but like, but we contacted him and I listened on the other side while the guy kind of told him what was going to happen. Yeah. And, you know, slowly I started getting things back. I got like my, my credit cards. I got my driver's license. I got the, the, um, the wallet itself. Um, I didn't get the jacket or the eye, but and the most important thing is the keys because it's yeah. the keys to a Mercedes and that fob is going to cost me about 400 bucks. Wow. Yeah, just so you know, everyone feels sorry for you until you mention that you got a Mercedes <laughs> and then you lose yeah, we'll, all sympathy. We're like, all right, whatever, dude. Anyway, I wouldn't um, mention that part. Yeah. Guys who drive Mercedes always want to mention that. It's like people that go to Harvard. I went to Harvard. I drive a Mercedes. Yeah, true. Um, yeah, they don't say they're going to the car. They say they're going to the Mercedes. <laughs> yeah. Did your jacket that you lost, did it have an Iron Maiden patch on the back? That's what I no, I had just got it for Christmas. <laughs> okay. Uh, all right. So speaking of Iron Maiden, we're gonna uh, our first uh, uh, women for Women's History Month, Loretta Lynn. Everybody, she's very maiden. <laughs> oh, <laughs> like, where's the science? She's a, she's a country maiden. She's a country uh, maiden. Yeah, yeah. And uh, a daughter of a coal miner. And uh, yeah, we're, I forget where she's from. Where's she from, Adam? She's from, Let's you know, see. a lot about Loretta Lynn. <laughs> um, 
He does. <laughs> he does. He like, well, he's, she's hip. She's like, you know, Jack White and all these guys cover songs, yeah. or, you know, stuff. It's like, uh, she's like, it's like, there's like a couple of women she's, that kind of stayed in this realm of kind of hip music. And it's like Dolly Parton, Loretta Lynn, you know, it's like certain people just kind of hang in there. She's kind of one of them. Cause she's in a kind of a, I don't know, a godmother, if you will, of country music. Anyway, I picked this up. It's five bucks. So uh, let's see. It was kind of one of those. It didn't have a lot of hits on it. It's kind of more of an experimental album. Uh, it's called Love is the Foundation. So I didn't know a lot of the songs, but, you know, it's a royal end, so it's pretty solid. You know, you're going to have uh, Why Me, I think, was a good song. That's all I really remember, just to satisfy. The Weakness in a Man, that's the... Uh, that's that song. Yeah, we, we a lot of a lot of weak men. That's why I don't even understand. Everyone's like, yeah, you could get drafted. It's like, dude, you couldn't handle a war. I'd be like, hey, you know, it's like, get out of here. Um, yeah, you'd be like, I gotta get on Instagram and post this. <laughs> so, and so Irish, we that was a Loretta Lynn album. Sorry, I was I kind of rushed through that. But anyway, it's the uh, Love Is the Foundation. It's a good album. Check it out. And, you know, it's hard to find Irish music because I got one that I'm saving because I'm going to I'm going to use it for next week as our album that we cover as a group. But, uh, you know, I just looking up who's Irish American. Apparently, Chris Cornell was. Oh, I didn't uh, know that. This is an amazing album. Um, I feel like we should actually cover this album. Yeah. We but, should. It's uh, a great album. We'll do we'll do a grunge month. That'll be something we'll oh, do. Yeah. We'll find out. We'll find out when grunge happened, like what month it started, and we'll kind of we'll we'll figure out what month started. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like what like what what pivotal moment in grunge mm-hmm. happened on a particular month? I guarantee you there was something. You well, know? probably so, never mind. No, don't give them all the credit, man. There was so much for breaking more. grunge. I think for sure it was Soundgarden was the yeah, yeah into the mainstream. Soundgarden was probably. I just watched a documentary the thing. Grunge about, happened in the seventies, uh, though. You know, it's say, like it's, well, it's, people yeah. say it starts with Neil Young. Yeah, it started in the seventies, man. And when I say grunge, I don't just mean the Seattle nineties scene. I mean just mm-hmm. kind of everything from Neil Young to all that stuff, garage yeah, music the, in general. Sabbath the, has the some Seattle, elements of grunge. Uh, Sabbath does even your boy Bruce Springsteen. <laughs> How about that, Anthony? Didn't see uh, that coming, I did don't you? Agree with that. I was you don't watching. Agree with that? A, Are you kidding uh, me? Have you seen his flannel work? All right. Um, <laughs> There's a, a, a sub pop documentary, and and uh, I was I was watching that, and, and so Soundgarden was and, and Green River, I think, were the two yes. bands yes. that they that they were originally pushing. Like that label was created pretty much and, to promote those bands. And Reverend Horton Heat. He was a big, big member of that label. He yeah. he jumped after that. He was great. We used to see him on the street corner in Dallas, just like, you know, for tips. And then like literally a year later, uh, after he got on Sub Pop, they just like they launched. Anyway, it's a great album. Uh, I don't think there's a finer voice in rock music than <clears throat> Chris Cornell. I think he's one of the, the most beautiful voices you're ever going to hear. Anything <clears throat> he's ever covered has been great. Yeah. Uh, the Purple Rain. He's said a bunch of other stuff that were just phenomenal. Uh, yeah, this is a good, you know, great album, you know, double album. So I think it's oh, the vinyl is a t- it's a two record, yeah, it's a two record. Yeah, what it's is it two. like seventeen tracks or something? Uh, looks like it's something like that. Like yeah, twelve but, of them were big radio yeah. singles. Yeah, this is some weird. So Fourth of July, half uh, like suicide. Man, when you see it, when you see a track like that, you're like, gosh, dang it. Like with all the Kurt Cobain stuff, you're like, you know, you're like, God, you saw it coming. We were all there. We yeah. Saw, we heard it coming. We listened to it on repeat. 
We did. <laughs> and we did nothing. We did nothing. <laughs> And uh, so that's it. So we'll we got some weird ones today, huh, Jeff? But we're gonna have fun with it. Um, <laughs> yeah. we, uh, we got uh, these two. These two guys. Uh, I like how sometimes Jeff is your is your best friend on this, and, and sometimes, sometimes he's my nemesis. Head head. That's how yeah. it works. Sometimes yeah. the same with you. Alliances change, Anthony. Anthony, that's how it works. Sometimes you and I have Bruce Springsteen. We have Pat Benatar. You know what I mean? You got to switch yeah. it around. You got to yeah, like. Yeah. You, know, you can't just be. I don't want everybody to be bullied up against each other. We got to bully all of our. <laughs> Everybody gets a little bit. That's how it works. Yeah. No, I like, I like, I like you, you just hear me, you know, once you guys finish, we'll, you know, we'll get into it, how I yeah. felt about it. Uh, let's start with, uh, let's start with Adam. Adam, what do you All got right. for us today? Well, before we start, um, yeah. with Chris Cornell, I yeah. don't know if you guys have ever heard Songbook. It's his live acoustic album. Uh, I've heard some of it on uh, Sirius it's, it's incredible. It's out in vinyl too. It's definitely worth oh, uh, checking oh, out. Yeah. I'd love to get that. Yeah, if I was if I was at home, I'd pull the the vinyl of it. But um, it is uh, yeah, it's but a pretty great album. House, so right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, I'll get. I want to get that album because I think uh, it has covers on it, or it's just his acoustic stuff. Just everything. Uh, it's it's uh it's it's just his acoustic. It's a mix of stuff from Soundgarden, from his solo stuff, from uh. Uh, what was the other band that he was? Audio Slave. Audio Slave. So he had some of the Audio Slave stuff, and he had some covers also. Nice. And, oh, uh, okay. I remember his uh, his cover of "Nothing Compares to You" also is a great. Oh yeah, it's beautiful. Oh, yeah, fantastic that's one. That's yeah, they did. Yeah, they. I think he did a live concert on SiriusXM. Yeah, I was there. I think, and it was yeah. like a big deal. Yeah. Yeah, they still play that all the time on uh, Sirius Lithium. Yeah, it's so good. So yeah. good. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. So what uh, What are you covering today? What's the, what's the uh, what do we give so you? So I... So I picked for today uh, the 2015 um, debut of Australian singer-songwriter Courtney Barnett. It's uh, Sometimes I Sit and Think and Sometimes I Just Sit. And uh, the, the title is actually from, she said it came from a, a picture she saw in her grandma's bathroom. And uh, I mean, the, the title is, is completely apt for the album because Courtney Barnett's style is um, sort of a mix between She's a storyteller that it's almost like a stream of consciousness, uh, kind of a, a mix between observational of of mundane things that every now and then you find some kind of something a little bit profound in the uh, in the mundane. Um, so this album actually uh, this album ended up on a lot of best of year end list back in 2015. It ended up getting her a nomination for uh, best new artist at the Grammys. And, um, and I think it's, at least for me, I think it's one of the, the better debut albums from the past uh, 10 years. Um, so getting into the actual album itself, there's a, uh, well, actually first it, the, the style is kind of, um, you know, this would fit pretty well into the nineties alt rock uh, scene. I, I feel like her, Music would kind of probably get um, 
bunched in with back and pavement along with a kind of slacker rock. Um, but, uh, but yeah, I mean, getting into the, into the actual album itself, it starts with elevator operator, which is a, uh, a story of a, a young man who, um, decides to ditch out on work and, um, just, just, um, as he says, like, he's just idling insignificantly. And uh, he runs into this woman. He's heading up to a roof. And she thinks just because he's heading to the roof, he's about to kill himself. But all he says, all he just wants to go up there to, to imagine he's playing SimCity, which is always a great reference. Um, but um, but it's just it's just it almost feels like a, a in a way like a, a Cheryl Crow song, um, the way that Courtney Barnett sings it. It's it's, um, um, you know, it's um, very. uh she kind of describes every single moment that happens in this journey of, and all this, this guy is doing is basically just deciding to ditch work and get into an elevator. Um, but um, the second song on the album, which is the, the um, it was the lead single. This is the song that I first, this is the first Courtney Barnett song I heard pedestrian at best. Uh, so before this song came out, she, uh, she had a double EP and she had a song called Avant Gardener which got her some kind of international acclaim at the time. So this song is kind of a response to that where it's uh it's a grungy song. It sounds a little bit like Nirvana. And um you know, she's basically saying that she just had a little bit of success and not to put her on this pedestal. Um it's 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 a very interesting song. It's it it, it I I read somewhere where somebody compared it to Serve the Servants, but it definitely feels Nirvana-ish. Um definitely the probably the hardest song on the album one of the best too uh illustration of loneliness is a uh, a fun song of of kind of you know missing somebody and trying to distract yourself by the uh by the kind of like mundane things like looking at the ceiling or uh, um i completely forget now uh small poppies the fourth song on the album is that's this is one of my favorites this has a uh, kind of david lynch feel to it it's um it's very loungy uh it's it it starts off kind of slow it ends up getting really hard towards the end of it the preston is a song entirely about just home ownership and um kind of takes a turn where you know as there's just this kind of um um you know as she's kind of journeying to see this house and she's talking about uh, escaping a city filled with coffee shops and just heading to this boring town. And she notices the the life that this kind of widow has has led inside this house that she's seeing and talking about how if you the, the whole chorus is if you had half a million dollars, you could just knock it over and start all over. Um, the next bunch of songs, Aqua Profunda, Dead Fox, Nobody Really Cares, are more fun, um, um, shorter songs. And uh, and the. Uh, the last song on the album, Kim's Caravan, reminded me of um, kind of Nirvana's Something in the Way. It's a bit darker, but has ah. a similar musicality to it. Um, the uh, I don't know what version you guys listened to, but they she had put out a special uh, edition where she took a lot of the songs she had done on this, this split piece, double, LP, uh, double EP, and did live versions of it. It's, uh, um, it was pretty good. Um, I mean, this this was a uh, interesting debut. It's she's um, right after this album, she teamed up with Kurt Vile and did a um, they did a uh, 
uh, an album together and Kurt Vile pretty much it really fits her style too. Um, but yeah, that's about it. Very cool. Great insight, Adam. I feel like um, you really go in hard. I feel like I need to step it up next time I cover an album. You're like, I mean, <laughs> song lyrics. And, uh, how am I supposed to follow that? And symbolism. <laughs> and I'm like, geez, dude. Yeah. yeah I'm like, Fleetwood, Fleetwood Mac, they did a lot of cocaine. Yeah, well, <laughs> I, I, I wish I wrote stuff down. I had so much to talk about. I forgot everything. So I'm like, I'm just going to wing it. <laughs> oh, you did amazing. And uh, yeah, I, you know, I wasn't sure about this one. You know, it's like, it, you know, it was funny because you made a joke saying that like this was going to be an upbeat album, and it still right. had that misery that you oh, yeah. you're always attracted to. <laughs> Isn't there a song called I, Depression? Depression, yeah. yeah. And Debbie Downer, yeah. Debbie That's, Downer yeah. too. Yeah, Debbie yeah, Downer's yeah. a fun song though. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty fun. Um, yeah, I you know eventually I liked it. I think it's like one of those. It's a second. It's a second listen kind of album. Um, you know, I, yeah, I think it has kind of a, it definitely has a nineties grunge and then some psychedelic kind of music from the sixties a little bit, you know, she's experimenting with that. Um, you know, remind me some of that female punk stuff like Sleater Kenny and kind of a slow down version of the slits, you know, just kind oh, of yeah. just like, you know, more oh, sound, yeah, but slits. it's, uh, you know, it's definitely, you know, yeah, it's, 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 it's right up. It's on brand with you. And, uh, you know, we, we need to get you some therapy, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> you love, you love these depressing women. So, uh, but yeah, I, I enjoyed well, it. You I, a, it was you, a good I don't know if you heard of Avant Gardner, but the whole, the whole song, yeah. it's, it's very, it's very psychedelic, but it's just yeah. her, yeah, yeah. her looking outside, seeing the, uh, all the weeds overgrowing and deciding, Hey, I'm going to go plant a garden. And she starts to pull up the weeds and it triggers yeah. her allergies. She has a panic attack and ends up in the hospital. That's and it's amazing. actually a really funny song though. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's, it's, it's kind of a little spoken word sometimes like she'll yeah. slow down and kind of talk and then it'll go back to the thing. So yeah, it's, it's, you know, mine's kind of a female version of Anthony, you know, if it was like, you know, a little funnier, <laughs> <laughs> like mundane things and like, you know, introspective, you know, but uh, yeah, it was cool. Anthony, what'd you think? Seems like it's up your alley. Of, of course, now that you compare it to me, now I'm going to look like a total narcissist. Uh, I like this a lot. I, yeah. I was not familiar with, with this album before. Um, and I think that uh, of all the stuff that we've covered that I wasn't familiar with before the show, I think this might be my favorite, uh, you know, of, of all of all the stuff we've talked about that I just didn't know before. Um and uh, I, I also, as soon as I started listening, I was like, okay, yeah, this is like indie rock show a crow, uh, which I, I, I'm into. Um, but yeah, I liked, I liked it, I liked it quite a bit. And um, the, I don't know if you guys remember the album cover of the uh, when we talked about Cheek Face, but I saw the album <laughs> cover. Same, of this. Yeah, same I, artist, like, right? I wonder if they if, somebody's if, cousin. Yeah, yeah. I wonder if it's like. Uh, influenced by uh <laughs> by this album it had to be uh yeah. but yeah i i liked it a lot I, it reminded me also like you know just kind of pavement kind of instrumental with i didn't pick too much up on like any nirvana comparisons i didn't hear that but but definitely stuff like pavement and cheryl crow uh kind of mixed together for me and i i like yeah. it I, i'm gonna listen to it again i'm gonna check out her other stuff too that's cool. I, I hate Cheryl Crow. 
with a passion. <laughs> I literally I, know yeah. her hits, but I really I love went, her hits. I, oh my god! I went to a concert one time, and it was just like, it was like Lenny Kravitz is opening for her, which I thought was a bad move. And uh, you know, because Lenny's jumping around on stage, he's got yeah. trombone His shorty, penis like, is coming out of the leather <sighs> pants. It should. <laughs> that, that, it's you a beautiful that man. That's a beautiful man. Does it come out? I, I yeah, paid, I paid a, to see that. There, there yeah. was a photo or a video or something yeah. a couple of years back where it right. just came well, right he's out. more than that. He's a great entertainer. No, and uh, great. sometimes yeah. you got to you got to use all of yourself when you entertain people. <laughs> well, it was and, not uh, intentional. <laughs> <laughs> That's just the kind of penis okay, he's got. I feel like you watch it on a repeat. So <laughs> who's the real weirdo? But uh, but she couldn't follow it because it's, you know, it's just that acoustic, you know, it's like. All I want. Yeah, it seems like it'd be hard to follow. Have some fun. You can't follow yeah. American Woman, you know, with that song. So uh, it was, it was okay. Uh, Jeff, what'd you think about this? Uh, uh, right. First, oh I think you go. Yeah, I think you're right about. It's definitely a second listen album. I, and I get, I gave it a second listen. Uh, initially, <laughs> I wanted to fucking kill Adam. Okay, I, 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 I'm like, what the fuck is wrong with this guy? I knew. I knew Anthony was gonna love this. Um, <laughs> I, first track, oh, yeah. First time I, I brought it up the, the first track. I, I was like, I yeah, put, this is great. And, and, um, Adam, you you said that she got nominated for a Grammy for this. I put no, I put no faith. I put no credit into an organization that gave mm. Jethro Tull a heavy metal Grammy. <laughs> okay, um, elevator <laughs> operator. And Small Poppies are two songs I never want to hear in my life again, especially Small Poppies since it's seven fucking minutes. Okay. I hate it. However, songs I thought I was going to hate just based on the title, uh, an illustration of loneliness and um, depression. I thought those were pretty good <laughs> songs. Um, so after a second listen, um, it wasn't, it wasn't as bad as, as, you know, some of Anthony's previous picks <laughs> in the past, but um, <laughs> listen to it with an open mind. Uh, listen, I would never run out and go see this artist. Um, if she opened up to somebody, I don't know if I'm getting there early, but if, but if, I, but if I get there, <laughs> okay, I'll, 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 I'll sit and maybe check out half the, uh, the set if. without throwing up. I'm forced to listen to it. It's not terrible. Right. right, right. I'm, I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm not. I'm not like cutting off my ears like Van Gogh. I won't this, do that. Uh, this man. is what I, I want to do. This is what I want to do for April Fools. I think it'd be really funny for the month of April. I want to have like each of us have to like pick the other person to listen to an album we think they'll hate. <laughs> so, oh, I like this. <laughs> recommend this. <laughs> I've already picked that for for, for Jeff several times. <laughs> Yeah, I, think it'll be pretty easy. April I think Fool's this gag Dustin. will be pretty easy. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but uh I'm a little more, you know, I'm a little more open. But Jeff, he has his I he has his I can't believe mind. Jeff complained about the uh the the length of any of the songs after that blank forty seven where half of the album was that was your pick, right? Yeah. Half of those songs were Six and a half minutes. No, no, they were all minutes. six and a half. There was, there was, uh, like a, was James oh, Conley is the longest. Song. A lot of them. You don't like. You don't like the bagpipe for four minutes. Like, <laughs> no, no, it's like up. It. It's Irish. It's very no. jiggy. <laughs> jiggy. I said jiggy, Anthony. You did say jiggy. I I noticed. Yeah, all right. <laughs> 
You guys need to go to Chuck E. Cheese and work this out. Okay. So, <laughs> so Anthony, what do you got for us, tough guy? What do you got? Oh, we're going to jump into the... All right. Right. Why not? We're done. Let's move on. I'm, okay. Well, it's not going to be as in-depth. Um, None of us are as in-depth as Adam. Adam, is, <laughs> Adam reads all the right magazines. He's, 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 he's on point. Yeah. So th- this was... I didn't realize this was going to be tough. You were like, okay, pick an Irish artist. And I was starting to look it up and I was like, do I not listen to any bands that are from Ireland? <laughs> and uh, I, I remembered uh, this this album by this band called Ash. Uh, the album is called Free All Angels. And I remember getting this album when it came out uh, based off of the, uh, the single uh, Burn Baby Burn. That was the song that made me buy the album when it was like they were pushing that song. Uh, but this is an album that I, I have not really uh, come back to very much since, uh, you know, since around the time that, that it came out. So um, I did a little a little bit of research. Uh, but also, you know, also I, I don't listen to any of their other stuff. I listened to this album a little bit when it came out and then I just kind of forgot about it. But um it seems like the the first album that this was their third album, so it seems like the the first one they had some some success, and then they did a follow up that was like a little less commercial. Uh, and with this album, they were sort of trying to get back to uh, putting out something that was successful, I guess. And uh, so the the singer um, Tim Wheeler, I believe, is his name. He uh, Went through like an eighteen-month depression, moved back in with his uh, parents, and then he just started writing a, a song every day until he had uh, what became this album. And um, they were, uh, they, it seems like they were really trying to 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 put out hits because they. Uh, I, I read something about how the the engineer spent more time editing the drums than the band spent recording the album. Wow. So they were really leaning into the digital uh, editing on this album. And uh, to me, this is kind of very reminiscent of like uh, kind of early Weezer uh, and, and stuff like that. And I think this came out uh, around the same time as the Green Album. I like this album more than the Green Album. I think that Ash uh, was uh, more successful in putting out this type of album than, than Weezer was. It sounds a little less uh, mechanical to me than than what the Green album uh, turned into, um, and uh, you know. So what else? The depression, uh, editing. Yeah, I, that, that's that's about it. I, I I like I like this album. Um, <laughs> I have not really. I haven't really listened to it a lot. Editing. What else? You know. What do you? <laughs> Great job, buddy. Great job. Yeah. You covered it well. Um, yeah. Jeff, come on. Let's hit you again. What do you got? Um, I loved it. I thought this was wow. surprisingly a great, great album. I uh, I really enjoyed this album. Uh, I wish you would have picked it a little sooner so I could have spent more time uh, listening to it. I'll go back and uh, listen to this again. I mean, I think right off the top, right from Walking Barefoot, uh, Shining Light, Burn Baby Burn. Uh, I think one of my favorite songs is Candy. I like Cherry Bomb, Submission. I mean, I'm looking at all these songs and I'm waiting for the clunker. And I really, from what I listened to, I really didn't hear one. Uh, I liked how varied 
the songwriting is too. I don't think any two songs sound alike, unlike the previous album we just spoke about. Um, <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, I liked um, how these songs get you right away. You know, like there are hooks. And I listened to this with um, with people today and I had this on. And every song, you, people would kind of like, like that. I'm like, hey, this is pretty good. Hey, this next track is pretty good too. Um, I, I think, you know, you know, I couldn't pigeonhole what this band sounded like. And that's okay because I thought they had their own sound. I had heard of Ash, but this is one of those bands that kind of always fell by the wayside mm -hmm. with me. Yeah. And I'm glad I actually got the opportunity to listen to them. That's what the beauty of this show that, you know, yeah. we're kind of like forced to listen to the music that sometimes we miss on. But um, no, Anthony, this was a great pick and I, I absolutely enjoyed this. Wow, I'm, here's, I'm shocked. Here's what's really going to get you excited, Jeff, <laughs> is that, uh, you know, Wheeler, the vocalist, guitarist, and then I think Hamilton, they started in a Iron Maiden cover band. Wow. That's how <laughs> they, they, they knew that would be something great to them. I had no idea, and I picked That's the album. how they got their chops. Yeah, wow. playing some Maiden. You um, know, that makes sense because, like, you know, the same thing with Weezer. Like, Rivers is a big metal guy, mm -hmm. and, yeah. like, it's so interesting that, yeah, that guys like music. that end up they they grow up loving metal and then they end up writing these kind of songs yeah i mean i thought this was a good uh i'd heard of this band it's not some a band that i've necessarily listened to much um yeah i feel it's kind of like uh what do you call that kind of uh, like puff punk you know mm -hmm. or a credit card rock which means credit like credit card rock means the parents bought all the, the instruments <laughs> oh yeah <laughs> <laughs> well, that makes sense. That, you know, he moved back in with his parents and wrote this album. Yeah, so that, that's just, yeah these accurate. are just these are just my new, uh, you know, kind of uh, genres of music. I love that. And uh, yeah, I mean, it's it's definitely on brand with you, Anthony, with the kind of music that you like. And definitely, I you know, I'm I don't I'm not attracted to this kind of music generally, generally. But um, like, I'm happy that because my first um, kind of introduction to Weezer you know, was, um, what's that album that we covered, Jeff? Um, Pinkerton. Pinkerton. Because yeah. I feel like if I had done another album, I th I don't think I would have gotten into them as much. Whereas mm. I feel like the the, the raw kind of gritty album was the first introduction. So I knew they had that in them. And yeah. so it was interesting to go to that one and then go to the other stuff. So I feel like this band kind of sounded like some of the early Weezer stuff. It did kind of sound like, uh, I, I, I like Green Day a lot. So I, I think Green Day mm -hmm. is a fun like time. They kind of got yeah. me through college and stuff. So, um, that first album was great, I think, and it's Dookie or whatever. And so I feel like this is, uh, you know, it's kind of like if Green Day wasn't like, you know, if they weren't squatting, you know, if they like, <laughs> if they had like a little, a little easier way, I think this would be the band. <laughs> this would what they would sound like because oh, Green Day yeah. kind of went, they had paid some dues. And so I feel like yeah. that's what I don't like about some of this kind of puff, puff punk stuff where it's like, you know, they're trying to have a voice in the thing, but it's like, yeah, you know, it's still kind of cul-de-sac-y. And so it just doesn't, it doesn't have the grind and passion that I kind of want in, in my music sometimes but i thought it was good that's a good listen i definitely i'll give it more of a chance i think i'd like to hear some of their other stuff mm -hmm. um you know some of their i you know there's are they still together with some new people i think they still yeah. play yeah. i think yeah. they're a three-piece now they got rid of the they uh, three-piece yeah, yeah extra guitar heard, player 
I think I'd read that. But yeah, it's good. You know, it's it's different. It's once again, you know, a band that you wouldn't I wouldn't think I wouldn't listen to on my own. So I'm glad that I had the opportunity. But uh, yeah, it's a little soft for me. But I, I like I like where their heads at. You know what I mean? I think. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. Adam, I feel like you you had the T-shirt. Come on. Yeah, yeah, I, I, saw, <laughs> I, I saw them in the 90s and oh, I nice. did not remember any of the show. I was very drunk. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but uh, nice. no, they're, they're a very underappreciated 90s. 90s band and just like uh like black 47 last week it was a band i'd completely forgotten about since i i, yeah. I, I mean i used to listen to them in the 90s but uh they, i forgot uh, about them too <laughs> <laughs> i haven't listened to this album in over 10 years that's yeah. often the case with irish music <laughs> yeah. every yeah, march every march <laughs> bring it back yeah, and yeah. they're a band known for uh they've been on a bunch of soundtracks they're on the life less ordinary uh if, if you saw the uh jackie chan film rumble in the bronx they had the uh the closing track, Kung Fu, which is one of their one of their hits. I think it was off of um, 1977 trail the trailer mm. album. The first is that the first one? Yeah, that's their first. Yeah, album? I think. Uh, well, I think it was trailer was uh, maybe an EP, and then uh, oh. 1977 was their known. But I think they combined both of the albums now. I remember having the trailer album at one point. Um, I had I actually never heard this album, Free All Angels, and uh, I mm. I mean I really liked it. And it all of yesterday I was listening to this. This morning I was listening to jumping between this and some of their older stuff like 1977 and trailer. And uh I mean I really liked uh the opening tracks, Walking Barefoot, Shining Light, Burn Baby Burn, uh Cherry Bomb was great, it's the slow down someday. Uh I mean it's all it's all a great power pop pop I'd say it probably kind of straddles the line between power pop and, and pop punk. Um, yeah. but yeah, it's, it's very much, you know, it is very much of the time. It was very much late. That sounded late nineties, early two thousands, but, uh, I think it still holds up. Yeah. I like yeah. Puff Punk and credit card rock and you guys need to get that moving along. Yeah, I, think it's, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it's going to be a thing soon. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah. It was, very uh, cool. Good, good job guys. I say we, uh, you know, we covered it women's history month and, uh, you know, we got to Irish thing. Jeff, you got any list for us? What I do. And since since this week uh, on Thursday is going to be uh, St. Patty's Day, I thought I'd go with the top 10 Irish bands. Uh, Anthony's going to love this. Of all, all right. time. <laughs> this is probably what I looked up and I was like, nope, none of this. I'm not picking <laughs> any of this. Nope. I'm going with Ash. Okay. <laughs> so, do you want me to just go in order? Or do you guys want to guess? It's your segment. You choose. Okay, I'm uh, I'm gonna have you guys. I'm not gonna have you guys guess because I don't think you're gonna get some of these bands. Yeah. Okay, um, like for instance, number ten is the Dubliners. Uh, mm. They're an older band, an Irish uh, folk band, uh, known for its appearances on the Ed Sullivan Show. Um, number nine is a band <laughs> that I've never heard of. Uh, do you guys know Clanded? No, what? no. C L A N N A D. Clanad. Is that what it is? Clannad? Yeah. Yeah. You heard of them? yeah. Heard okay. Of them. Yeah. yeah. I mean, they're, supposedly they're very big in the UK. Yeah. Uh, eight top 10 albums. Yeah. I'm not familiar with them. Oh, they're great. Yeah. No, it's no, a, yeah. a female singer or no? I don't know anything about it. Yeah. Them. I think it's, if it's Irish folk music. Clannad, yeah. I think it's a female singer. Yeah. They're good. They did this. I want to say they did the soundtrack to the Patriot games. They do the instrumental. Wow. Really? If that's real. Can you look that up? Looking Adam, that up. Who, yeah. Who did the Patriot games soundtrack? Clannad. Is that them? 
pretty Karate, sure they yeah. have her. It wow. is. Yeah. 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 Yes. They, nice. Huh? Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, they do a lot of instrumental stuff. Yeah, it's like a lot of score. I think they do quite a bit of scores, actually, music scores. But yeah, they're cool. But check them out. They're good. Okay. I mean, I, again, I never heard of this band, so I had yeah. no idea what they were. Uh, number eight, I know. Um, do you guys remember the cores? Um, oh, pop band yeah. Three Hot Sisters and a Brother. They had a I huge, huge hit in the United States with Breathless, and it was like a nice yes. video. Breath- yeah. yeah, Breathless. Yeah, I thought they were really good. Uh, that's the number eight Irish band. Okay. Uh, number seven, we all know, uh, the Boomtown Rats with the hits I Don't Like Mondays, led by Bob Such a Geldof. Great song. I almost picked that album because yeah. I love the song I Don't, I don't Like Mondays, song. but I tried to listen to the album. I was like, eh, yeah, nah, I can't I go with this. I, I think overall, Ash was a is a is a better album. I mean, Boomtown Rats had a huge hit, but that song is so and good. Also, I love that brought song. Bob Geldof into prominence. Yeah, yeah. Um, Almost picked it. Okay, number six is uh, the Pogues. Um, nice. You know, a, a big influence on bands like Black Forty Seven, known for its uh, Christmas song "Fairy Tale in New York City." Okay. Are you guys Pogues fans? Yeah. I like them. Yeah. Heavy. Um, okay. They're, they're, talented. Know you- they're very talented. Yeah. I don't yeah, know that's something I listen to, but they're, they're great. And, you know, so like David you're going to like number five. <laughs> you ready? No. Number five, Thin Lizzy. Nice. By the yeah. great Phil Lynott, Gary Moore. Everybody knows them from the boys yeah. are back in town. Whiskey in a jar, which Metallica did an amazing cover with. Um, Always Jail arguments break. about it. should this band be in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame? Absolutely. You know? Yeah. Um, number four is a band that we all know, um, the Cranberries, led mm-hmm. by the late uh, Dolores O'Royden. Uh, huge first album. Everybody's doing it, so why can't we? With big hits like Linger and Dreams. And then they had the smash hit that's really making a resurgence now in Zombie because it's like an anti-war yeah. song. Yeah, they're good. It's kind of yeah. it's it's period rock, but it's good, you know. Um, the next you don't you don't need to want to listen to them. That zombie's <laughs> gonna come on the radio regardless. And it's an easy song to play on guitar because there was a time I was I played, and this was one of the songs I can I can play because it was the same chords as Disarm from uh, no. Smashing Tum- uh, Pumpkins. So it's, it's only like... I think a three chord song. Oh, I'm in drop D tuning. <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> uh, I don't know if you guys know. I don't know this band. This was a, uh, a '70s band called uh, Horslips. Horslips. H O R S L I P S. Horslips. Yes, they Horse did the slips. soundtrack too. No, I'm kidding. I don't. Know. <laughs> you fucking know what this band does. You're hiding some Irish blood in you. <laughs> no, they're supposed to be like an electric rock band. They throw in a in the a fiddle every now and then. <laughs> I understand. That sounds fun. I'm into. I'm not yeah. familiar with this band. Um, I love a fiddle and a guitar together. I think it's a good time. That's right. You put on some Jethro Tull and you'll have a piss of, uh, or, or some John Cougar Mellencamp. Is or no, the no. first Breeders album, Pod. Or Charlie right. Daniels Band. <laughs> <laughs> Charlie, Dan, I love Charlie Daniels Band. Um, number oh, yeah, two is uh, an Irish boy band that Simon Carroll once said is the ugliest boy band he's ever seen <laughs> and told them, he told that manager, fire <laughs> Fired at least three of them. Well, wow. the manager listened to him and fired two of them, and they became very successful in the UK. A band called Westlife. I don't know them. Who made this list? Number two? That was the number two Irish band of all time. I don't agree. 
And yeah. do you know Westlife? I don't know them. Uh, Adam but, has a t-shirt. Right. Yeah. And, <laughs> some in the 90s. But <laughs> doesn't remember. I think one of Anthony's all-time favorite bands is number one. You okay. too, baby. Yeah, it has to you be. got it. It is you too. Which I still, I, I said, I refuse to listen to a U2 album this month for this. No, we're going to make it. You're going to make it listen to one. That's what, I'm doing that gag. We're going to make it listen. There's some good U2 albums, and then there's some bad ones. A lot of them are bad, but there's some good. Uh, no, Tune Baby is good. That's great. a good one. Joshua good Tree. One. Uh, Joshua Tree, Tree yeah. I can't do Joshua Tree. It's just uh, it, it's just so overplayed, man. It's just, I, I saw them on the Joshua Tree tour because they re- they just did the Joshua Tree tour right yeah. before the pandemic. And Alan Fuchs and I went yeah. and it, they played, you know, their hits at the beginning. Yeah. Then they went to a main stage and did all of Joshua Tree in order, which was fantastic. And then they closed with uh, later hits. And I thought it was one of the best concerts I've seen. Yeah, yeah. I'm sure it was great. Wow. They're good. I saw the Rattle and Hum tour. I was there when B.B. King came out. We were there in Fort Worth and stuff. So, nice. you know. um, Zoo TV? Yeah. Huh? The Zoo TV tour? Is that what? That was no, great. That was, oh, that was one after. Oh. That's a that's a pretty decent one, but Uktoon Baby. That seems I like, like the it would best. be a cool one to see. Yeah, yeah Uktoon Baby have, is my favorite. Seen. I think that's. I got act. to work with uh, YouTube, particularly uh, Bono and his uh, wife. You know, when when they were uh, playing and playing the area, they needed like 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 someone to stay with them. Yeah, and so I, I was I was with them, and they were very very nice. His wife is absolutely a doll great family and they really took care of you so i have kind of like i kind of like a soft spot in my heart for youtube but i i, yeah. so, so I've I mean, seen a ton of those shows you too is a big part of my youth you know i remember when i was a kid you know we discovered those albums you know october and i'm beautiful unforgettable fire and stuff and that was you know that was the mantra for you know so yeah, long you forget about that album, unforgettable yeah, fire yeah. What a unforgettable great fire is a good album it's just you know and then when you first hear the song martin luther king you know it's like you know it's just it's it really it hits you when you're not ready for it because you're young and you just haven't quite developed all those feelings about how horrible the world is and so bono was good at that he was good at kind of bringing people to the forefront of all all these like apartheid and all these problems in the world and human trafficking, all the, and he's continually doing that. He's a great rock star. Like he uses the power appropriately. It's just, yeah, yeah. it's just the music itself. Sometimes it's a little, you know, dated or whatever, but, mm-hmm. but the, but they started out, I feel a little harder and I kind of like that early stuff, boy and all that more stuff punk back then. Yeah. The, the early, the, the first three albums, I feel like I will of, follow is a punk song. Yeah. Like those songs I think are a little more, you know, kind of what maybe anthony would be more into but then the, i get i get the joshua tree stuff because it's just it was just it was in your face and then when they did the apple thing where they put their album on everybody's oh, album, oh, yeah. it was like that's the uh, most punk rock thing ever that's so, yeah. so yeah. it's like i think like those moves have made people kind of have a disdain for you two as a group and i think you know it wasn't how they started they started as a really cool story and they got together and young and everything yeah. but then it's like you know then they just you know try to do stuff to stay in it and i hate when bands do that it's like just be old it's you know, the young people probably won't like you unless you're on a tiktok video like just just go with it but when they did that i feel like they were trying to get the youth because they were going in at like apple music and stuff and trying to get everybody's you know download and mm-hmm. so i don't know i thought that was a really yeah. poor business move yeah, I think I think people were turned off by that as well. But they all aged really well. Um, when you see them, like, like one of their latest songs, "Elevation," yeah. is such a great live song. It's not about and, them aging; it's about the music aging. 
you know. No, but, so, they, but yeah. they, they, I think they changed with the time. I feel yeah. like, again, you want to see a stadium rock because they played um, at MetLife. Yeah. And you just saw like the whole place Dude, jumping during elevation. If you, if you got me tickets to go see you two, I would see them in a heartbeat. Um, but I I don't know if I would pay for them, but I would go. <laughs> I would go with you for sure. So if you ever get you two tickets, I will go and I will enjoy the entire concert. I won't be like Anthony <laughs> shitting on you it. Got, like, I'll, I'll, I'll have a good time. If somebody got <laughs> the tickets, I'd probably go. <laughs> I'm sure that they put on a great. They're, I mean, they're, they're basically the epitome of an arena rock band, but that's yeah. just not like. I just, yeah, it's I, not, I'm not you. You like I, I see the albums that you like with like little sketches in crayon <laughs> on the covers and stuff. I get it. We, <laughs> <laughs> we all know what you're into, and it's cool. Yeah. Yeah, that's the beautiful thing about oboe. music. Yeah, he yeah. likes the Lumineers. They're they're talented at what at what they do. Uh, they opened I just don't for you like too. To... I couldn't take it. Oh yeah, the Lumineers. Yeah, I hate that song. Mm. Where like every 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 third syllable they're yelling, "Hey, that's a lyric." <laughs> That's all didn't, right. Uh, do, I don't remember if we talked about this on the show, but didn't Bono in an interview say that he's embarrassed by most of the music that U2 has released in their career? I mean, I don't like that either. That's what that stupid guy did from Weezer. Like he was like I, embarrassed of Pinkerton and ended up being their best piece of music. Up, yeah. Stupid. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think that's Bono trying to be cool again. And you're just like, stop. Couldn't agree more. Exactly. Stop. stop doing that bullshit. Like that's that's what kills bands. Oh, who 100%. You are. Yeah, I hate like, that too. Yeah, it's like, oh, was it was it was Joshua Tree too much of a sellout? Yeah, you have fifteen houses, dummy. Shut up. You didn't say that in the moment. <laughs> yeah, you didn't right, say that yeah. when you were like just making money and getting awards. Like, shut up, dude. Like, yeah, I mean, you want to be embarrassed? Know. Put out the Bobby Bear Jr. album. <laughs> God damn! I can't believe this. <laughs> Poor Bobby Bear. I can't catch uh, a break on this show, <laughs> but I really hope he gets in the Hall of Fame. I think he's not getting in the Hall of Fame. I'm going to petition for Hall of Fame. I'm going to petition for Anthony like hit us up as a group group text that Pat Benatar was um, trending, and I was like, I was like, rest in peace. Like, I really just thought yeah, she you, died. you're stupid. <laughs> I, I look at that now. Now I'm, I wake up out of a sleep, and now I'm looking to see if she died. <laughs> I was looking it up too because I didn't. Click. I figured it was like I a rock and roll thing. Hall of Fame. I knew that would get Jeff out of a sleep. <laughs> I was waiting for somebody to put like the the laughing reaction to no, that. Right. I, like, I just been arrested. I knew she didn't die, but I just been RIP and then like and then just created this. At- <laughs> I got to worry. Oh my god, Jeff's like rushing out buying her album. I, I woke up. I'm like, you know, I'm looking at in Twitter. I'm looking all over to see. That's I, I'm, so I'm, I'm, I'm funny. Pat Benatar. That's so funny. <laughs> <laughs> Pat Benatar is still alive, folks, and not She's in the alive. Hall of Fame. So <laughs> he needs to get Jeff in is going to change around. that. He's going to do a benefit, change it. <laughs> All right, everybody, thank you so much for listening and watching Dustin's Vinyl uh, today. It was a good time. Uh, next week, I think we're going to do. Uh, I'm personally going to do Jailbreak. Then Lizzie, we might as well cover it. Ooh, and nice. then Jeff, Jeff, you get the female pick. And please, we. Uh, I, I have a feeling Pat Benatar, be. relax. <laughs> I love your pick. All right, we're waiting in anticipation for Jeff's pick. Oh, Jeff's but, pick. Uh, oh, yeah. yeah no, I'm looking forward to that one. Yeah. <laughs> I think John Mellencamp has a sister, Anthony. So they go with us. <laughs> Joanna Mellencamp. Debbie Mellencamp. Yeah, Joanna. Yeah. She's good. I like uh Anyway, all right, everybody. Thanks for listening. We'll see you guys and watching. Yay. Support record stores. Buy vinyl. Yay.